Welcome to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great. Except when it's not. I'm Ellie. And I'm Chris. Is, is it your, your pace, pace or, or mine, mine today, today, Chris? <laughs> I thought I said that. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We need a script. Oh, we've scripted Contrary it. to what everybody thinks, we, we don't have a script. We've scripted it and unscripted it and rescripted it. So, Ellie, is it your pace or mine today? I think it's mine because I had a wonderful day of running today and I am just very, very happy with, you know, just running in general. And yeah, it just, I was just sitting eating dinner and I just feel very, very in the moment and also happy with how running is going, but also excited to get go to do some more stuff. So running's really going very well. This morning I did my first like traditional workout. So normally we do Tuesday, Saturday workouts. Um, and so today's Tuesday and it felt like we actually did a workout. Well, we actually did do a workout today. Um, nothing crazy. It was um, 10 by one minute on one minute off and uh your favorite that was i know the the it's what we start out with every time because it's a it's an effort based it's uh gets gets the rust off a little bit so we did that this morning and i did it with a t- um, one of my teammates who has been doing workouts for like the past m- couple of months like she hasn't like taken any time off so she kicked my butt but it felt pretty good to just start again and it was lovely. And then today when I got home from work, I did some of my, I did my weight routine and it just, it feels good, man. It feels good. So today running is great. It is. How's your running, Chris? Uh, it's pretty great. Um, I did, you know, um, so what did I do? Well, today was really fun. Uh, today was like an adventure and workout day. It was great. Uh, but, you know, I did some stuff over the week trying to stick with my uh, little training plan, building up base mileage. I took uh, I took Clara to uh, her first taste of the Menden 10K loop. So Ooh. we only did four, though, because it was really humid and she's still, you know, working on it. So we did four miles of the 10K loop. That was awesome. On Sunday, I did uh, 10K running around Ellison Park with my buddy Garth. I uh, went to some cool little places that I sort of haven't been in a long time. One trail that I actually don't think I've ever even knew was there. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then today I went adventuring in Conklin Gully. So um, you may know Conklin Gully as the site of the demoralizer for Muddy Sneaker. Mm-hmm. So I, I went up Muddy Sneaker uh, demoralizer part, which is straight up, you know, um, and I got to the top there and I was going to do, you know, demoralizer repeats. It was going to be like hill day. So I was going to do two or three of those, which would be way more than enough. A long day. Yes. Um, but I got like most of the way up and I got to the trail part of the demoralizer. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I was at the gully last week and there was no water in it. And so it's really dry and you can go into like, straight up the gully right to the base of the waterfall where there's normally water pouring all over you and there's not. Uh, So I decided to go exploring in there for a little while. So I kind of, you can't really run on that stuff, but um, so I sort of walked around in the gully for a while, but then I came back and I finished going up the demoralizer 
and then ran down the road. So I ended up getting like six and a half miles and some adventure and a good hill run and a good hill run down, which, you know, so overall pretty good. I got, you know, working on base mileage, did some hills. I started doing uh, wall sits while I brush my teeth now. That was something I used to do back in the day, and I forgot about that. You know, because a two-minute wall sit, that really gets the... That feels the burn, yeah. yeah. That gets your, gets your thighs burning, you know? Yes, So I uh, started doing those this week, got that going. So yeah, I guess I agree with you. Running's really, really great. It, it is. It's, wow. it's just, yeah, it's wow, we are of, just... Of course, now I have a, like, my left calf is super tight, like sore to the touch kind of tight. So spent all day yesterday rolling it. And today I had, oh boy, I had summer roll it and she, she knows how to get into a knot. Let me tell you. <laughs> ooh, ooh. So if there's beads of sweat on my forehead, it's, it's from that. <laughs> I thought that was just cause you had to pee. No, that's, that's a different kind of beads of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, um, my coworkers and I, we've noticed that like our backs, like all of us are just like tight. And I know I need to just like someone really needs to just like massage my back with like their elbow. I know I need that. Um, but I don't really have anyone to do that right now. So I've been really trying to focus on like stretching and rolling out my back. Um, That's so hard. And, and yeah, and doing some stretches. <clears throat> on the sides of the wall and things like that, just to Im- increase my range of motion. Cause when I, I it was really scared when I went over that fence and I like popped my shoulder out. So <laughs> I actually ended up changing up the, some of the exercises in my weight routine to help me, um, improve my range of motion. And then there are two of uh, people on my staff that are, I see physical therapy students. So I've been asking them for exercises. And so that's been, that's been good. We're working on it. CTB, we're a, we're a work in progress. We all got bad backs. (laughs) It's carrying those trays of bagels everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's cool. So for those that are outside the uh, greater Ithaca area, I see is Ithaca college. Just so you know, yes, Yes, it is. Ellie throws the slang around. The slang bang, yeah. <laughs> She's a slang banger. <laughs> so, yeah, running's pretty great. Uh, tomorrow is one of those, like, kind of drill days because I just had hill day. So I put this I put this thing together myself, right? It's hill days, then drill days. Like, I got, Yeah, I'm impressed. Know. Is tomorrow 40 minutes of yoga day? Yep, yep, absolutely. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. Get into those hips and hamstrings. Speaking of CTB, guess who I'm running with tomorrow? I couldn't even begin to guess. My boss. Ooh, nice. So when I ran at the Olympic trials, um, CTB was really supportive of me. And apparently they were like playing the trials at our, our at one of our locations, like trying nice. to find me. So cute, right? Well, the... Um, manager the general manager scott he had just been hired like six months before so i had never met him like he wasn't my manager or anything i like had my own little world over at fresh and so um he just heard all about me and i get that a lot like we've heard about you or like we were just talking about you and i'm like okay that's weird but whatever um and so finally uh i met him like 
first just briefly in during the beginning of the pandemic because I was helping them with some stuff up up in their location but now um then he came to help out the location that I was working at. We found out Fresh wasn't going to be open. So he asked if I would come up and work at College Town, which is now that's why I'm there. But like when he finally met me, he was like, I run too and stuff. And I was like, oh, do you ever want to run with me? And he's like, oh, I'm, you know, that whole like, I'm not fast enough. I can't do that. I'm like, no, you don't know. Like it's, it's great. It'll be great. Like I had so, so I, but I wouldn't like let it go. Like I, I really did want to run with him. Like that'd be super fun. So, um, it's taken a couple, uh, like a couple months now, but uh, we've been open CTV for about a month. So we finally found a day where he's off tomorrow and I don't work until 10. So we're going to go running tomorrow before work. So yeah. And all my coworkers are like, you need to put him in the pain cave. And I'm That's like, I, I don't say, know. Leave him in the <laughs> dust. Hey, we're going to go this new route and then zoom. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to carry some weights. That's nice. I saw a guy um, yesterday he was uh, he was power walking down the road and he had um, ankle and wrist weights on. He was like a 70 year old guy, but um, he was like power walking, you know, the the whole thing. And um, he had, you know, probably they look like five to seven pound um, wraps on his wrist and on his ankles. And I was like, I haven't been able to find those in years. I used to have those when I was like a teenager. They were like some set that my uh I think my stepfather bought at a garage sale and they had little lead inserts that you would slide into these hoops um, and you tie them around your ankles like shoelaces, you know, like a, like the top part of a pair of boots. And I've always thought like, man, I need to get I need to get some but like modern day without, you know, without the uh, the lead pieces and all that. But that's pretty rad. There was a lady who uh, used to always be running slash walking on the treadmill in the mornings when I would go to my gym. Um, and it's been closed for a little while, but I bet she'll be back. Um, because so we're opening actually we're it's already open. I haven't been back yet, but my first shift is going to be this Saturday. I just work on Saturdays for a couple hours and, um, she used to like sometimes have weights like on the sides of the treadmill and like walk with them. And I'm just like, dang that lady. Like I, I told her she was, she was Asian and, um, very, just very nice, but just this little, little lady. And I'm just like, you know, I, I want to be like that. Like, seriously, she's going to live forever. Yeah. I, uh, I had some, I had some little four pounders on the treadmill when I was doing the like winter treadmill stuff. Uh, and that was fun, but like, you know, you got to hold them. I would rather they just be there, you know? So he kind of well, rekindled my love of those things. Well, I'm thinking about this winter because I really hope that, cause right now there's a lot of protocols in, in, in the gym and I, I believe in all of them. I think it's wonderful. Um, but one of the things is like, of course you have to wear a mask the whole time and except for every treadmill has like sheets around it. Like our gym kind of looks like a crime lab right now. It's kind of <laughs> creepy, but, um, also all the rules are you have to be wearing a mask the whole time. And I am just like, I really hope that I don't have to, do like my treadmill work, like a treadmill workout while wearing that mask. Cause I swear to God, I will die. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, how did Ellie die? She swallowed her mask. <laughs> Just inhaled it right off of her ears. Yeah. 
<laughs> I am disgusting. It's, it's like people think they breathe heavy. I breathe heavy. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's going to be, especially because by wintertime, you're going to be up in the speed. You're going to be through all these drills and this rebuilding stuff. You're going to be Yeah, moving. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll just have to like, I mean, take a little like three months sabbatical to someplace warm. Are you going to have to find like the, the uh, eighth of a mile indoor track somewhere and rent it out, you know? Well, Cornell has one and I have a, one of my coworkers is at ROTC. And so she has on, uh, she's going to let me in on Tuesdays. So all I just have to, nice. I'm going to bring my old Cornell ID and just say, I'm with ROTC. I'm being punished. Leave me alone. <laughs> nice. So not, I'm maybe, not allowed to hopefully disclose, that connection will work. Not allowed to disclose why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just hoping that like the IC track will be, done sooner than later yeah yeah it's a lot easier to jump that fence or just walk right in the door mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cool cool uh why don't we get to this uh topic that you came up with today uh and chat a little bit about that since running is so great for us let's flip the script I mean, to be fair, some of my running confessions are like, they make the run better. Like, you know, like, so Ellie, uh, texted me yesterday and said, I want to talk about running confessions. And I was like, Hmm. And these are my confessions, you know, (laughs) Usher, come on. All right. So, uh, give it to us, Ellie. What'd you do? So what I did was I sort of put out a call on our Instagram and then on, my Instagram for people to DM me with their running confessions. And so this could be really anything. Uh, Some of them uh, can be like serious, but most of them were funny. So I picked three from Instagram and then I have one that is from actually, I've been running with the, um, I see Ithaca College cross country and track coach, Aaron. And she was telling me some things that her, cross-country girls have sort of confessed to her recently about their summer training and about their training right now. And I was like, oh, that's actually like not what I was thinking about it for confessions, but like, it's a good one. It's a good one. And we could talk about it too, if you even like to, but first I'm going to read. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read the three that I got. Are you going to give away their, are you going to give away their names? Oh yes. I said I was going to put them on blast, huh? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Um, So I picked the three that were, that like just made me sort of laugh and chuckle the most. And then, and then Chris and I will tell you ours. So the first one um, is from Jared who actually named his dog after me. So, you know, love, love that guy. And this one I resonated with so much and this is really bad, but he said, I routinely invent excuses more than 90% of the time to avoid running with friends so I can run alone. (laughs) And the thing is, I don't do it because I don't like people. I do it because I have a really good podcast that I want to listen to and I don't want anyone to like take away (laughs) from my podcast time. So that's the reason that I avoid running with people sometimes. (laughs) Oh, I see. I actually, um, I had to give up like audio books when I started running with people. Cause I didn't have any time when I was doing all my marathon training, I was blasting through audio books, right? Like, cause you got a lot of time. Uh, and I started running with groups of people. I'm like, well, guess I'm not doing these anymore. 
I could have went the antisocial route like you, but then, you know. Or, yeah, uh, I, I just like, I love podcasts. I like you guys I, don't I do understand. Too. My I love is so deep. Trust and me. so sometimes it. I'm like, I want to listen to this like podcast with this guy or this woman. Um, and so, sorry guys, I got, I can't go at that time. We're like, no, I got to do this or something. And I know we all do it. So that's a really good running confession. Yeah. Next. So the next one, I think this guy's name is Sam. I don't remember because it's not his real name on the thing that I saved. But um, he said he had to poop so bad and it was um, trash day. And one of the trash bags on the side of the road was open. And so he went in the trash bag and then he closed the trash bag. And so it would still get taken out for trash. (laughs) Wow. That is genius. Hopefully that's a side road. Somewhere, you know. Oh, man. So that plays into one of mine is um, more than one buff has uh, paid the price and been left in the woods. (laughs) Oh, really? You don't just want to use like a like a leaf? You know, my poison ivy stuff, you know. Oh, that's true. And, And poison ivy can be on anything in the woods. It's not just that it's poison ivy leaves, but it can get everywhere and anywhere. So. That's no, true. No leaves or egg cones or egg egg cones. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Especially so. like, you know, with our plant-based diet, like eating a lot of that fiber, <laughs> you never know. Well, see, cause I, I, I find that if you commit to it more, like if you squat down, get your ass to the grass, like it just flows right out and you can just like, not even, you barely even need to wipe. Like right. it's fine. All and right, then you so just wait till you get so home. So we're moving on. <laughs> so just commit to the squat everybody don't do a half squat commit to the squat okay that's my that's my advice yeah especially if it's on hill day right anyway oh yeah moving on i don't know all right the last one is from um cliff cliff dean who uh very good friend actually love this guy he's so funny on twitter except for he doesn't believe in iced coffee And that's a heresy, but whatever, we won't talk about it. And his confession is, I don't actually enjoy running at all. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was so funny because I met this guy because he was on the vegan Ragnar Relay team that I was on. And I think that's a joke. He probably does enjoy running, but I really wonder how many runners like don't like running. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So because that, they complain about it so much. Well, that was going to be my other confession is that running is hard. Like, you know, everybody says, oh, just put one foot right in front of the other and just go do it. And it's like, no, running is difficult. Sure. All it takes is shoes and legs. Um, but uh, no, it's hard sometimes. Some days it is. It is difficult. Um, and, uh, some days I don't like it. Some days running is hard. I mean, a lot of days running is hard. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, and I think that twofold here running is hard. So like there are some days where you're just going to do it, need to like, just get through it, the three, four miles, whatever. And then the next day will probably be better. But also if your runs are hard, slow down. Like unless you're doing a speed day, which then the pain is good and it should be very hard, slow down and it'll feel a lot easier 
And that might mean like nine, 10, 11 minute miles, even for people who run five minute miles on their fast day. But all the like books, and I've read a million books on running. And especially if you want to think about the Kenyans, the Ethiopians, they're running 10 minute miles. They're shuffling along on their easy days. They might like finish a little bit faster, but they're shuffling along because they want to be able to put in the work. And I was listening to an interview today with coach Andrew Castor, who is Dina Castor's husband. And it actually helped me flip a switch in my training just again, because I know this is important, but I need to, to be reminded of things constantly that the game sort of becomes like it goes from being able to work really hard and do the workouts to being able to recover very hard so you can do, go again. So the harder part and the part that needs to be mastered is the recovery. And especially with me working in a job where I'm on my feet all the time and things like that, that can sometimes be a big puzzle. But I enjoyed the puzzle because I learn a lot. And also if something does feel worse or like my run doesn't feel bad, I look or doesn't feel great. I look into things like nutrition, like sleep, like what shoes am I wearing? Um, whatever. And those things are fixable, but it also sort of was like, all right, give yourself grace. You're not a bad runner. This is just, you know, things happen. And the like the minutia and the nuance and the details like they matter and they're there those are things you can fix so if i were to read into cliff's statement you could take it one or two ways maybe cliff just doesn't like all that stuff you talked about maybe he just likes putting on shoes and going out the door or maybe you know so he doesn't like all the running stuff he just likes running or Maybe it's the other way, which is he doesn't like running because it's, it's hard and it sucks. I mean, <laughs> he doesn't like iced coffee, so we know he's yeah. like probably Satan. Yeah. He's and got, I tell he's him got, that like a lot. Got questionable choices. Yeah I, had, yeah. I had some delightful cold brew today on my way to oh, Conklin Gully. Isn't so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was cold this morning. It was 40. It was a little chilly. Um, I had to wear a long sleeve shirt, which made it much easier to get up uh, the demoralizer. So that was nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I ha- I did actually have hot coffee today. It was very weird. I was like, yeah. who am I and what have I become? Well, I had some of that too. I mean, I had the hot coffee at the house and took the cold brew with me on the road. Oh, gotcha. There all, you go. I have all the caffeine three ways, <laughs> you know, like I'll take the, I'll take the hot coffee. I'll take the cold brew right out of the fridge and then I'll put the cold brew on a bunch of ice and put it in my travel mug. Oh, okay. All the, okay. All the cold brew. Yes. Cold brew is great. All right. So this last one, Erin, the cross country coach told me that her girls had just confessed to her that over the summer and now they, um, they chose to use Strava as a platform to connect with each other and also just like, um, just 
it, it's also like a, it's like a group thing. I don't know if you could do like groups or something on Strava, but you they can. chose that over, over Google form because everything automatically syncs and they don't have to enter things. And they confessed to her that sometimes they would like compare their run, like the distance of it to like a different, like the other person on the team. So I guess it shows you like a leaderboard or something. And then they would like either feel bad that they didn't run that far or they would like go out and run more. And Aaron was like, I needed to like, honestly have a talk with these girls. Like just because one person's running 50 miles a week doesn't mean that you're 47 is not good enough. Like we give you these ranges for a reason. And it was, I was just, uh, I really was happy with how like she handled that. And it was reinforced to me. I was listening to an interview today with Jack Daniels and Aaron actually ran for Jack back in the two, like, 2000 maybe um it was one of his last years at Cortland and um he was saying that like he had national champions running 30 miles a week and he had national champions running 70 miles a week it they needed to just find their sweet spot of what they could do and then all of his science and basing all their training and intervals and stuff was off of like what the mileage they needed to like succeed and I thought that was so smart. And I need to reread his book again. Cause like, oh man, I read it a couple of years ago and it was so good. But, um, it was just, that was just the last confession I wanted to talk about because, you know, a lot of people do that. Yeah. It went, it goes a long way to confirming your, uh, comparison problems with Strava as well. Huh? Yeah. So it just reaffirms your, your beliefs. It does. It does. But Meanwhile, also, I, I mean, you, Chris, have a great relationship with Strava, so I just must learn from you. I can't say that I have like, I mean, Strava is what it is. You put it up there and it's up there, you know, but there is a running inside out podcast Strava group and there's like 160, 180 people in it, you know, and it does. It shows you like the weekly mileage leaders and stuff like that. And you can get into that sort of thing or it's a group of like-minded people where you can sort of browse what they're running and go, Oh wow, that's a cool place. I never thought about running there or Hey, what's so-and-so doing down in Albany this weekend? You know, like it's that kind of thing also. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't, I often, I often find out that I'm like not even like concerned about their mileage and their splits. I'm more like, where are they? And you know, what did they do? Did they go this, you know, like I see somebody running up Hammond Hill in Ithaca and I'm like, damn it, I need to get back there, you know, stuff like that. So that's why I like it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's true. But I guess I'm more like, cause I'm, um, just on the, like running the roads and I'd probably be like, you found a track. Where's this, what's track were you on? Can yeah. we go, can you sneak me in? Oh, you absolutely should do that because then you can see if somebody just has a circle on their map, you know, they found a track. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or that's so, their yard. Yeah, right. They got a nice yard. You can get invited over. <laughs> Maybe they have horses and they're on their little horse track or something. Maybe. So, um, have you, so your running confession was the buffs. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good one. Don't you think? Yeah, that's a, I mean, good, good is in the eye of the beholder. Well, I mean, if you, if you want something to bring up next time you see me running, you're like, so got any extra buffs with you today? I've already heard that one. So you save that one, bring them something new. Yeah. All right. I'll so Miss Ellie, Miss Secrets, what do you got? Give us one. Oh, okay. So mine is one that I refuse to do now, but I used to do it a lot when I was 
and maybe I guess I would do it if I was running short on time, but I used to do it a lot when I started running because I worked really early in the morning and I would just run and then go right to work is I would sometimes wear my socks all day. Mm. And that was disgusting. And one or two times I actually would wear my running shorts if I was running super late and didn't have time. And that's really gross. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of nasty. At least you wash your hands though. You know, that is true. You got that. Um, but, uh, it's just, I, I like, I don't know how I did it cause it's so uncomfortable now. So, so if you were at CTB a couple of years ago, you probably got a bagel from old sweaty socks. And Olympic trials qualifier, sweaty socks. Well, Hey, well back hey, then, hey. back then you weren't though. OTQ sweaty socks. You That's were just, true. You were just, I was, I was eating to build that body. You were aspiring OTQ sweaty socks. No, I wasn't. I was an aspiring <laughs> OTQ until about three months before that OTQ. <laughs> Well, uh, so um, that's good. That's good. We got some secrets out in the open. Shared some. Shared some uncomfortableness. Got a. Got a little too detailed at some point there. Um, and uh, you know, why don't we wrap it up with the good old food segment? <laughs> All right. Do 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 do. All right, I'll start because it keeps Go. going in the line of confessions. Um, <laughs> I discovered today. Um, so you know, I'm still rocking those picky oats. And I went with the can't beat chocolate, but I finally, I think I finally admitted to myself this morning that I don't like overnight, overnight oats and especially overnight oats with yogurt in it. I think it gives it a terrible bitter, like this part of the milk didn't get absorbed type of taste. And I just don't, it ruined a perfectly good oatmeal is what I'm saying. So I respect that. No yogurt in my oatmeal anymore. And I'm not even yogurt. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not even sure about overnight oats anymore. Quite honestly. I don't know. Yeah. It has, the moment has to be right for me. I do prefer my oats just made in the morning with water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at. So come at me overnight oat eaters. I usually, when I would make overnight oats with yogurt is when we would have like a bunch, like a lot of yogurt that went bad or was past the sell by date at CTB and I had to eat a bunch of it. So I would be putting it in everything. <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, I don't mind yogurt. I'll put yogurt in a smoothie and have at it. Yeah. But um, something about it, I don't know, sitting in the fridge and getting absorbed into the oats. I don't think it absorbs the whole thing. I think the bad part of the yogurt is left outside the oats. Mm. Anyway, how about you? What's up with your food menu? What's your what's your food story this week? Well, I have a hit. I made these muffins from the cookbook Vegan with a Vengeance. Well, it was a very loose take on the muffins. It was basically like I followed some of the instructions and then added a couple of other things because I had those things. So I made the I used the carrot raisin muffins recipe, but I ended up making carrot banana mango muffins because those are the things that I had. And, um, I have actually let two coworkers try them and they both loved them. I like them. So I was like, this is great. So I had hit it out of the park with that. And then I made pumpkin chocolate chip bread because happy fall, y'all. Uh, but I didn't use pumpkin pie spice because that's disgusting. And let's see what else. I made curry 
curried rice and beans, but then I made extra rice and beans just for the rest of the week. And I've been eating rice, beans, and cheese a lot. Um, and then I made homemade tomato sauce, which actually that recipe is on the Patreon page right now. Homemade tomato sauce because my coworker had a bunch of tomatoes and she gave me a bag of them. And so I was like, I could do this. So that's what we got going on in the kitchen this week. And I realized that in an ideal world, I would just bake breakfast pastries out of my house for delivery, not for a bakery, not, I don't want to run a bakery or anything just for delivery for people. And I would run and that's my ideal life. Nice. Nice. Ellie's uh, pastries on the go. Yeah. Yeah. We'll workshop that title. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We'll work it. Like crowdsource that. All right. There you go. We're good to go. We are good to go. This was a great episode. We're two for two. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie always has this moment of self-reflection. She always shares it with the, I love it. This is the first one that you actually didn't address the audience, which is something, you know, you like to break that podcast wall. You didn't well, uh, why not do it now? Audience. Hey, audience. You can follow us at hamstrings and heartstrings on Instagram Uh, We also have a Patreon where I have been posting recipes and I will be, I've gotten a lot of asks for my sandwich recipes. So they will be going on there as soon as I have a free moment to put them on there. And if you hear this audio quality, your Patreon dollars are going so far. She has a microphone and she has headphones now. I do. Next up, boom mic and windscreen. We are rocking it. Yes. Well, if that means, Chris, that you'll come back to Ithaca and put those, put that, those like foamy pads on the side of the walls and then we can go hiking again. Mm-hmm. I think, I think I'll, I'll be down with that. We'll get you set up with a full legit studio. Oh, this will be, this so, will be great. So your Patreon dollars at work, folks. It's not just going, uh, I don't know, to Ellie's expo- uh, spoiled food fund. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, patreon.com slash hamstrings and heartstrings at gazelle with two G's, two L's. Mm, I'm running inside out. XYZ, two Z's, <laughs> choose, you know. <laughs> what? I don't get that one. You said two G's. I said two Z's and two L's. No, you said G- two G's. Okay. Didn't, I, they, you, didn't you the audience? Who, you know who edits this podcast? Don't fight yeah, with me. Yeah, so you're going to know. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not going to be in there. Okay. Uh bye. Bye.